Before I proceed to your second statement, I just want to take you back to the first incident during which you were sexually assaulted. You said that accused number one was moving on top of you, is that correct? Yes. What do you mean by that? Can you just clarify for me, please? He was on top of me yes. and wriggling his body. Wriggling his body? Me. Yes. And when you said he was fondling you, what do you mean? I mean his hands were on my breasts. On your breasts. And if I recall correctly, you said you could feel his penis on your thighs. Yes. Is that all he did while he was on top of you? Yes, the, the first time. The first time. Thank you. All right, I'd like to refer you to your second statement. Tell these two incidents that you referred to. I'd like to take you to paragraph 12. Do you have that document in front of you? Are you there? It reads, he was sitting up in bed under the covers. Are you with me? Yes. Well, let me read that to you. He was sitting up in his bed under the covers. I greeted him, knelt down beside him, or beside him on the floor. He told me not to, I must sit near him. This made me feel strange, but I brushed it off. He was the man of God. He won't hurt me. He asked me about having boyfriends. I told him I was only 14 years old. I didn't have one. He told me he was going to personalize me and make me one of his own. He would have to be in charge of everything in my life, more especially with love, life. I thought nothing of it because he was a pastor. He wouldn't hurt me. You confirm that's what you said to the police yes. when you made this statement? And you confirm that that is correct? Yes. Right, let's go to paragraph 30. He asked me how far I was, and this is referring to the first incident, correct? Yes. He asked me how far I was willing to go, was willing to go deeper than that. I was honestly so confused, but I told him it was fine. He saw me that I didn't understand, and he told me to leave the room. I don't know if that's live or leave the room. He told me he didn't want to confuse me more or end up in jail because I was too young. Did you say that? He said that to me before I left after the second incident. Yes, but did you say that to the police when you made the statement? That's what I'm asking. I, I told them about him saying that, yes. Beg your pardon? I did tell them when, about him saying that, yes. Yes. I still didn't get it, but I left. I was to open the door when he quickly came in front of me. 
He was in a shirt and boxes. I couldn't believe I was seeing him like that. He embraced me, gave me a hug. That hug was very different. Did you say that? Yes. From all other hugs. It was uncomfortable, very long, rubbing his penis very close to me. He put his hand under my top, touched my bra, he played with the bra and rubbed my back with his hand on my back under my top. Did you say that? I said that he tugged on my bra strap from the top of my top. He didn't go under with his hands. So he didn't go under your top? No. You didn't say that to the police? No. So your statement, or this statement, is incorrect? I suppose. It must be, because that was not your evidence, that he put his hand under your Yes, top. I did say that he pulled on my bra strap, but from above my top that I was wearing. He did not put his hand under your top? No. So whoever took the statement from you wrote it down incorrectly? Either that or that is what you told? That's not what I told. The officer. But where would she get that from if you didn't tell her? Maybe you should ask her. She sucked it out of her thumb. Who knows? Who knows? She must have. <laughs> she must have. Anyway, let's move on. He was pulling my bra strap. This startled me. He stopped and pushed me on the bed. I fell on my back and he came on top of me and began fondle me. I was terrified, also scared. He was rubbing his penis on top of my vagina. He got up and saw I was shocked. He asked me what was wrong in a very stern manner, so I told him that I was fine. I must get used to the house rules. Did you say that to the policeman who took the statement down? I told her that I said nothing's wrong. And I just need to get used to the way things work in the house, just like I explained to you. Did you tell her that he was rubbing his penis on top of your vagina? No, That's what I, I wanted. told her that I could feel his erect penis on my thighs while he was on top of me. Ma'am, that is completely different to what is recorded here. Here it is recorded that you said he was rubbing his penis on top of my vagina. Well, sir, it seems then... We, she was not writing the same thing I was saying. Pierre. That's not what you told her? No. Didn't you pick that up when you read through the statement, that it was incorrect? Did I not tell you that I skimmed through the statement? I well, did not read it thoroughly. Well, why did you just skim through it as a, as a matter because of Because I had my written statement handed in already. <coughs> and I told you that I struggled to read the handwriting. All right. We'll see what she has to say about whether you told her that. All right. All right. Let's go to the next paragraph.
number 14. We say the following, he slept in bed and I left. Before I left, and before I leave, he told me he will see me later again. The day went on and I changed into my sleeping dress. Did you say that? Yes, I told him that I changed into my sleeping dress in the evening. After showering, that detail is not there, obviously. Tondeka called me again later to his room. Is that correct? No, he called me on his cell phone. He called me himself from his cell phone. So you never said that to this police officer? No, sir, I did not. So again she sucked something out of her thumb. She made that up. I don't know, maybe something's got lost in translation. There was no translation involved. You were both speaking the same language. I can't be held accountable for what someone else wrote. I'm you never said what that. I said and what I said was You never said me. that. No, I said it. Beg your pardon? I said that he called me from his soul. You did soul. not say that Tandeka called you. No. Alright, we'll see about that. Yes we will. He told me to lay in bed with him. I was wearing a head wrap and he told me to take it off because he made me to look old. Or it made me to look old. I took it off. He told me to be free and do anything I wanted to do. Did you say that? Yes, I did. I didn't know what to do or what I was supposed to be doing. I just laid there. He began to fondle himself. Did you say that? Yes. He took off his boxer. He told me to hand him Vaseline that was near me. I gave it to him. He put Vaseline into onto his penis. Did you say that? I said that he took off the boxes before he mounted me. So the statement's not correct in that regard either as to when he took off the boxer. Yes. You, your evidence in court is that he was still wearing a boxer when he put the, venus, the Vaseline on his private parts. Yes. Okay. He instructed me to take off my stockings and sleeping dress. I did so. Correct? You said that? Yes. He came on top of me and penetrated between my thighs until he reached a, a climax. Did you say that? Yes. Right. And the next important sentence. He didn't insert his penis in my vagina, but was very close. He was rubbing it with his penis. Did you say that to the police officer, ma'am? Yes, that's the that, exact same thing I told you earlier today. No, ma'am. That's not what you said earlier on. You said early on he inserted his penis into your vagina. Was that not your evidence? Maybe we should read the sentence again. Right, let's read it again. He didn't insert his penis in my vagina, but was very close. He was rubbing it with his penis. What does that say to you? In that relation to my explanation earlier. It's not going to help to try and be clever and ask questions. I'm not trying to be clever, I am clever. Thank you. <laughs> yes. We'll see. <coughs> Ma'am, you clearly told his lordship today that he inserted his penis into your vagina. 
Correct. No. I don't know what she said. He wrote it against her vagina. That's what she said in her testimony. My Lord, that is not what she said. Remember, I still asked her, how far did she insert her penis? How many centimeters? And you disallowed that question. But she said she basically tried to penetrate her orifice or in her in the opening of the vagina. She, he, he went as far as the lips because she says that the lips opened. Lord, that was not your evidence. Can you listen to it? Do you mind if we go back to the record and then you listen to it? Let's well, I don't, I don't want to listen to it because I know what she said. Then if she disagrees with you, then what are you going to say instead of All right, let's get the record typed and then we can... Exactly. Maybe we can also go back to the part where I told you that this, while this statement was being taken, was still the time I was still not strong enough. I did not want to remember the finer details of what happened to me. Well, well thank you for that unsolicited reply. Um, I don't know what to suggest. If we stand the matter down, let's no, 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 we can call, carry on and then we'll revisit the matter tomorrow after we have had the, the, the transparent record. You can proceed on other issues now. Right. Before I move on from that point, <coughs> what is recorded in the statement, ma'am, in that paragraph? We'll just play with you and find it again. Should I read that sentence to you? This is the bottom of paragraph 14. Not right at the end. It's recorded here that you told the police officer he didn't insert his penis in my vagina, but was very close. Now, what I want to know from you is, did you say that to the police officer or not? What I said to the police officer was that he slightly inserted his penis. Obviously, this is a kind of rape you're not used to dealing with. Ma'am, please, we don't need your comments. You must just answer the questions. So you told the police officer that he inserted his penis slightly into your vagina. Is that correct? That's what I told them before this case proceeded, sir. Ma'am, I'm interested only in what you told the police officer who took down the statement from you. What did, before, you what did you tell her? As I said before, I do not want to remember what happened to me. And when I explained to her, again, something may have gotten lost in translation. I can't be held accountable for what was being written on my behalf. Ma'am, this has got nothing to do with what was written on your part. The question is very simple. Did you say to the police officer he didn't insert his penis in my vagina? 
Did you say that or did you not say it? It's a very simple that's, question. That's, that's not how I said it, no. You did not say that? No. Because this is in direct contrast to your evidence that you have just given. You confirmed now that he, again, that he inserted his penis into your vagina. Slightly. Slightly. Slightly or whatever extent is irrelevant. The fact is, your evidence is that he inserted his penis into your vagina. Correct? Slightly. Correct. Slightly. I put it to you that that is not what you told the police officer. Were you there? What you told the police officer is what is recorded in this affidavit, that he did not penetrate your vagina with, your, with his penis. Well, that's an inaccurate detail. And that is in complete contradiction to your evidence before this court. <coughs> Lord, before I move on, I request an opportunity to prove this statement by consulting with the police officer who took it down and by calling her to testify. I think not before this witness finishes. You can do that after she finishes. She's, she's just done with her testimony. Lord, I believe I'm entitled <coughs> to prove it now. You, you can carry on with other aspects, Mr. Dobberman, because we don't have to waste time. It's, it, it, we can still well, finish off this witness and then you can do that again. I'm not saying that you're not entitled to do so. You are entitled to do so. You can do that after you've finished. If there's a need for her to be recalled, you recall it. And at this stage, we are not going to adjourn to allow you to call a witness while she's still uh, testifying. What I'm saying to you is that if you feel, after having consulted with that police officer, having done with this witness that you still need it, then we will recall him for that purpose. But at this stage, let us proceed with your cross-examination. Lord, with respect, I'm entitled <clears throat> to prove the statement now, if I want to. You, you, you may be entitled, Mr. Dobberman. I'm not saying you're not entitled, but what I'm saying to you is that you can do so after you are done with their cross-examination. No, my Lord, I'm entitled to do it before I I'm, I'm ruling, Mr. Dobberman, that you must carry on. You are not going to call that witness. Well, my Lord. It's my ruling. My Lord, I must object to your Lordship's ruling with respect. I've done it already. I, if, if you no, I understand that, my Lord, but yes. I want to submit to your Lordship <clears throat> that you should first hear me and you should allow me to argue the point properly before you make a ruling. I think you and not to decide the point before you even heard me on the point. Yes, I think I've heard you. So what I insist and what I'm telling you, the ruling, my ruling is, you are going to finish off with this witness, and then consult with whoever you want to consult, and then thereafter, if you need her again, then she'll be recalled. That's my opinion. I'm not foreclosing you calling any witness. You have a right to do so, and if you're not happy with what I'm, I'm saying, you have a recourse. You know what you are entitled to do, then you do it. Lord, I'm not going to close. I'm not going to this. I'm not going to conclude my cross-examination until I've had an opportunity to prove the statement. But I'll carry on on other points. Exactly. That's what I'm requesting you to do. No, my Lord, you're requesting me to conclude my cross-examination. Whatever you tell me, I've made a ruling, that's it. You live with it, or if you're not satisfied, you know what op op options are available to you. Right. 
I've given a ruling. I don't want us to revisit that again. Thank you, Lordship, please. Thank you, Mr. President. Now, ma'am, let's move on. <coughs> so, on that particular Saturday, ma'am, you you were sexually abused twice by accused <coughs> number one. Yes. Correct. <coughs> After you had left his room on the second occasion, you already testified you were a bit teary-eyed, but you, you went on as normal. Is that correct? Yes. And you didn't tell anybody about what happened? No, I didn't in his room on those two occasions? Yes, I didn't tell anyone. And then you testified about other occasions on which he sexually abused you as well, correct? Yes. Before I move on to those occasions, can I just ask you, did, he, did accused number one ever have full sexual intercourse with you at any stage? No. You mean on, 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 on the first two occasions? No, at any stage. At any stage? He, he never, as I said during my testimony, he knew that I was a virgin, so he took caution not to go all the way. <coughs> on the first occasion? And every other occasion after. So on no occasion did he have full sexual intercourse with you? Yes. Now, we, this is the Saturday evening. He's basically raped you in the room. You come out and you now carrying on as normal. What happened then after that? I went to sleep. Yes. And then on Sunday morning, we all woke up and got ready for church. And then we went to the service. <coughs> During the service, he was, he was watching me like a hawk. During his sermon, he would watch me and look at me in such a way that he was checking whether I was behaving in a way that would draw attention towards myself or maybe encourage someone to ask me what was wrong. And I made sure to act as normal. So you acted as normal. What did you do? You, you attended the church, church service, obviously. Yes, I attended. Did you sing in church? Did you take part in the service? What did you do? I, I took part in the praise and worship. I can't remember if I sang by myself on that particular day. It's too long ago. Um, but I remember he was watching the entire, throughout the entire service, turning back to look at me. Yes. Can I just ask you this? Were you injured at all during these assaults that were perpetrated on you or not? Physically? Over the course of time. Now I'm talking about on that Saturday. You were not injured. No. You had no injuries anywhere on your body. 
If it's just reply orally, please, because we can't, the uh, microphone can't pick you up if you shake your head. No. You had no injuries, correct? At that point in time, we had point. no injuries. All right, let's just go back to the Sunday. So uh, you went through the motions, you went to church, you took part in the praise and worship. You can't remember if you sang in the church. This was on Sunday morning, I take it? Yeah, the, during the Sunday service, yes. Sunday morning? Sunday, the services were stretched from morning to afternoon. From morning to afternoon. How long was the service? Do you know? The services were very really long. Um, I mean, we get there at 3 a.m. We leave at 7 p.m. So the services were very long. Really? How many people were in the church? A lot. A lot. People. Thousands. The, 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 the auditorium um, on Melbourne Road. The main auditorium would yes. overflow and they would have to use some of the other rooms in the church and some space downstairs in the garage sometimes for the crusades. How many how many people can the auditorium accommodate? Do you know? Well, no. A no. lot of people. Were there thousands of people there? I could safely say there were hundreds. Hundreds. The auditorium was full. Yes, overflow. Yeah. And uh, what happened after the service? I left. I went back to Secunda. What there is. You left the and you went back to Secunda. Yes. No one prevented you from leaving. No. Your movements were not restricted in any way. While I was there, they were. And even when I had gone back to my mother's house, I had to report all my movements to him, as I said. And obviously, reporting your movements to someone you think is a man of God, you'll make sure you're not in the wrong places. You just go to the shop where your mother sends you, you go back home. You go to school, go back home. That was my life. Go to church, go back home. Maybe you could tell him whatever you like. How would he know where you are? You have to understand the kind of reverence I had for this man. Everyone in his church has for this man. You would never lie to him, ever, about anything. More especially your movements. Because one way or the other, I do not know how. He knew if you were lying. All right. This man has horrifically abused you and raped you. Yes. You go home to Secunda. Where was he then? He was still in Durban, I take it. Yes. Secunda is very far from Durban. How many hours drive is it? Uh, five hours, maybe. Five hours. And you get home and you find your mother. Yes. <coughs> Did you report the incidents to her? No. And why, why would that be? I knew that if I told her, she would obviously fight it and that would be putting her life in danger. She would fight it? Yes. 
What do you mean she would fight it? A mother would not take this lying down like a 14 year old would. Yes. Is there any other reason why you didn't tell her? I was scared. I, I could not bring myself to say something bad about him, ever. It went to the point that even if I had negative thoughts about him, I would pray and say, God, please remove this thought from my head right this minute. You, you didn't want to think negative thoughts of him? No. Why is that? Because this man made it clear that if ever anyone would think or do or say anything against him, that person would be directly acting against God. He presented himself as God's very best. Like if, if he prays, God will stop listening to everyone else's prayers for him until he's done. So you did you believe he could read your thoughts? I, I believed, he said he always used to say that I'm monitoring your lives. That's a, that's a line that he always used. That I'm monitoring your lives, I know your movements. So yes, I believe that he could see everything that I was doing. I believe that he could see who I was with. Ma'am, I'm talking about what you were thinking. Yes. Do you believe, did you believe that he, he knew what you were thinking? Is that what you're suggesting? Yes. How would that's, he possibly he know what you were himself. thinking? That's how he presented himself. I'm sure you've seen videos of people kneeling <coughs> down before him. Did he you believe that? God. That he could, that he knew your thoughts? Yes. And that's why you prayed not to think evil thoughts of him? Yes. So let's just get this straight. You, you didn't want to tell your mother because you feared for her life, should yes. she take action against him? Yes. Secondly, you yourself feared for the man, is that right? I feared for my own life. You feared for your own life? Yes, I feared him. You feared him? Yes. You feared he would do something to you? I feared that God would do something to me for opposing him. When you, when you, after these two incidents of sexual abuse, and when you went back to Secunda, did you still believe that he was a man of God? I believed that God would do anything for him. Ma'am, did you still believe that he was a man of God? I, I believe that he, yes, I, to some extent I did. To some extent? Even though he had horrifically abused you, you still thought he was a man of God to some extent? Yes. He in essence told the church that he could get away with anything in God's eyes. That God had a covenant of mercy with him. And a covenant can't be broken. Did you believe that God would let, uh, let him get away with raping you? At the time, yes. What made you think that? Because this is how this man presented himself. He presented himself as, I don't know, God's eye, God's heart, God's body parts, like calf God. That's how he presented himself. Ma'am, I'm not concerned with how he presented himself. I'm concerned with how you saw him. How you saw him. I saw him as the way he presented himself. And he presented... God. But ma'am, he presented himself as a monster. He raped you. 
Yes, but I couldn't say anything pertaining that because God would not, at the time, I believe that God would not hear me. This he made man, sure that he drilled that into my head. And remember, I was 14. Ma'am, you must have seen him as an absolute monster. <coughs> I did. You did. But I still believe that I couldn't go against him. Yes. Now you're back in Secunda with your mother. It's pretty safe there, I take it? Yes. You, mother looks after you and your home environment is a safe one. Yes. And did you continue going to church in Secunda? Yes, I did. The JDR church? Yes. Still four times a week, regularly? Yes. And how long did this go on? I was in that church until I was there for two and a half years. So I went. I joined the church 2009 until my mother put, pulled me out in 2013. All right. So you were you were a member at the Secunda branch of the church until yes. your mother pulled you, ultimately pulled you out of the church. Yes. You continued going to services there. Yes. You had no problem with that. I had no problem going to church, no. Yes, going to that church. Yes. And uh, what happened then? I continued going to the church services. Yes. It's as if, as soon as the incident happened, I went on autopilot, I just went mute. I made sure, and he made sure to warn me that I should never tell anyone and act as if nothing ever happened. And it was a well-known fact in that church, well, he made it known, that if it, it would be better to have not met him at all than to have met him and not make it with him. So in essence, I was trapped. I was doomed. It's either I stay there and do my music in that church or leave and perish. You acted as, as if nothing happened. Yes. Correct? Yes. And what happened then? This was continuing. This was happening. <laughs> what was happening? His sexual abuse. Well, let's let's go to the next incident. You back in Secunda. What happened then in relation to accused number one? He was still communicating with me over the phone. I was still SMSing him as usual. And every time there was a crusade, after that instance, he was the one paying for my, at first it was bus tickets, and then it escalated to him flying me every, every weekend to wherever they were at the time. So I want to, just please bear with me. Okay. I want to go to the next incident of, of abuse. You follow me? I follow. You, um, you're still, you're back in Secunda now, after the weekend during which he, he abused you. You're going to church. What happened then? As I was trying to explain, it first went from him booking rustic. So the next crusade that was happening in Durban, he paid for a bus ticket for me to go there. It was a weekend. Was that the, the next time that you went to yes. Durban? Yes. It was 
at the time of the next crusade. Yes. Now, when exactly was that? I can't remember. How long after the first crusade was it? Not long. The church has crusades regularly. In Durban, one after the other. Yeah, mostly in Durban. So how many months after the first crusade was it? I can't say, sir. Why not? I remember. Was it in the same year? Yes, it was. So it was in 2010? 10. 10. Was it a matter of months after the first crusade? I can't say. I cannot remember. Was it weeks afterwards? Details of what happened when I was there. Was it weeks afterwards or don't you know? So, as I said, I can't remember. So you've got no idea how long after the first crusade it was? No. All you can say it was that it was in 2010. Yes, it is stretched from 2010 to 2013. Ma'am, I'm just going to make it clear to you. I want to tell. I'm going to take you through each and every incident of abuse that you say happened. So I, I, I want to talk about the second occasion on which you were abused, the second time, the second weekend. Do you understand me? Yes, I understand you. I'm not going to the other occasions yet. You say that occurred during the second crusade. It would have been the third crusade you attended yes. in Durban. Yes. And you can't say when, it was in 2010. Yes, and at the time I was still a solo singer. So you I was were still a solo singer. Yeah, so I was not going there to rehearse with the ball band. In between, you did not travel anywhere. Well, I was still a solo singer, no. So now you, you're in Secunda and there's another crusade in Durban. I went to every <coughs> crusade after that. We'll talk about the other crusades later. Alright. We're talking about that crusade, the next crusade that you attended. You're in Secunda, there's a crusade in Durban. Yes. Correct? You know accused number one is going to be there. Yes. How did you get to Durban on that occasion? By a bus. By a bus. Who accompanied you? I was going by myself. I was on the bus alone. You were on the bus alone? Yes. And who paid for your ticket? Timothy did. Timothy did. So, your evidence is that you voluntarily went to Durban on that occasion, correct? I was a voluntary member of the church, so yes, yes. I went, voluntarily went to Durban. You made a decision to go to Durban to attend that crusade? Yes, I was 14 and I made a decision to go. 
No one forced you to go to that crusade. Correct? No one was holding a gun to my head, if that's what you mean. Nobody compelled you to go to that crusade. Correct? No. You attend, in other words, you intended the, attended the crusade entirely voluntarily. Correct? Yes. And by the way, if you don't understand any of my questions, you must just tell me. I know that. All right. So, you must have anticipated that you might be sexually abused again in Durban. Yes. You knew that when you went to Durban voluntarily. Yes. You left the safety of your home to go to Durban where accused number one was in the knowledge in my head. And the belief that he might abuse you further and is very likely to abuse you. Correct? Well, in my head, remember I was 14 at the time, believing that if I don't do what this man wants me to do, I'm not safe anyway. So I went. Didn't matter if I was home or not home. I would not be safe if I was against this man. But you knew that you were exposing yourself <coughs> to possible sex, further sexual abuse by accused number one when you went to Durban on that occasion. Yes, I knew this. You knew that? Yeah. You knew that he might rape you when you get to Durban? Yes. And what did you think about that? I thought this is probably my fate now. Let me just keep quiet and let it happen. You, you accepted the risk of being raped by going to Durban. Is that correct? Yes, because I didn't want to die for opposing him. So the machines off apparently. Can yeah. you... Yeah, they'll sort it out. Let's just hold on there. I'm just going to repeat my, my last few questions because I don't think the recording machine picked them up. When you went to Durban, you knew that there was a risk that accused number one would rape you when you get there. Yes. And you accepted that risk. In other words, you took the risk when you went to Durban. Yes, because I knew that if I didn't, I would die. How's that? As I said earlier, every person who opposes this man in that church would end up dead somehow. Or their lives would just dilapidate. And being 14, adolescent stage, I'm sure you can understand. You, that's a stage where you're exposed to all kinds of things. And I had not had much experience when it comes to life at that stage. So yes, I believe that. So you were prepared to be right. That's what it comes down to. I was prepared 
to let him do whatever he wants to yes. do to me over death. You were prepared to let him rape you. Yeah, there's no remedy for death. Ma'am, just answer the question. Yes, I can How can you how can you be prepared to rape? How can you do that in the document? Being fair. How can you say I want to be raped? Let me go there. I'm prepared to be raped. How can you do that? Because I think she's been answering you saying that what she knew is that she was between a rock and a hard place. Whether she goes there, she's going to die if she doesn't go. Then the best option she has was to go rather than die. So how can you be prepared to say, I'm going there because I want to be late? I don't think it's fair. My Lord, you, with respect, I submit to your Lordship that your Lordship is protecting the witness from legitimate... You may think whatever you want to think, You may think whatever you want to think. At the end of it, this is transcribed. We have the record. If you feel that way, you know your options which are available to you at the end of this trial. I, I won't stand in your way to say that I'm protecting or not, I'm not protecting. The record will speak for itself. What I'm saying to you, yes. this question is wrong and it's unfair. Yes. That's what I'm saying. If you take it as if I'm, I'm protecting her, so be it. Well, that is my submission. It is your submission, so be it. Yes. It is. So then, what do I do? And I submit that, that it's improper for your Lordship to... Then you know what, if it's improper for me to do that, then you know what you are supposed to do. <laughs> then take the, up the course which you are allowed in law to do. Don't argue with me. But I'm entitled to make submissions to you, my Lord. You've made those submissions. I am telling you I'm not allowing that question. And if I'm not allowing that question and you feel that I'm protecting the witness, so be it. You know what's, up to, what, what, what's open to you. I, cert I certainly do, and I will exactly. take whatever steps You can do whatever you want to do, Mr. Tobermann, at the end of the call. Let's proceed with this witness. I am not going to allow that with that, that question. How can a human being voluntarily say, I want to be raped and go for, for, for rape? But I'm not going to allow that. But, you, but my Lord, that's exactly your evidence. I'm not going to allow it. I'm telling you now, I'm not allowing that question. I heard you quite clearly. Yes, but seemingly you don't. You haven't heard me clearly, because you keep on going back to it. And oh, you know the consequences of going back to it. I've given you a ruling, yes. and if you despise that ruling or you don't no, want to no, heed to that ruling, you know, know the consequences. Anything, no, no, you know the consequences. I've given you a ruling. Don't go back to it. As your Lordship pleases. Yes, you can carry on. I'll phrase it differently. I won't use that terminology. You went back to Durban in the knowledge that you might be raped. Correct? Yes. Is raping a young woman in line with the word of God as far as you're concerned? No. Or is it against the word of God? It is against the word of God and the law. <coughs> in your belief, would God ever condone such action? The raping of a young girl by a pastor. No, in my belief, 
at present, being 22 years old, no, he would never condone such nonsense. And at the time you were, you were involved with the church, what was your belief? I was your belief any different? I believed that God would take his side over anyone else's side, no matter what. You honestly want the court to believe that you believed that God would condone, condone his actions in raping you and still be on his side? Yes. I was 14. 14 year olds believe all kinds of things. Do you, do you agree now that that's a, an absurd belief? Yes, I do. But you didn't see it that way at the time? Again, I was 14. I did not. Alright, so you now merrily on your way, well I don't know if I should use that term, were you merrily on your way to Durban again? No. No? How did you feel when you went to Durban again for the first time? I dreaded what I knew was going to happen to me. You dreaded it? Yes. And when you got there, what happened? When he called me up to his room, where was you? At what place were you now? Repeat your question. At what, at what, what place did you go to? What address on this occasion? I went to the same house in Mutlanga. Just to remind us, what's the address there? Westridge. That's the name of the street. Westridge. Are you happy to continue? Yes. Right. So you went back to the very same house? Yes, I did. Did you go directly there? Did you go to the church like before first for the night vigil or what happened? Yes, I arrived there on a Friday, so I started at church first and left with them afterwards. But did this time it wasn't in his car, it was with one of the right. camps. So did you take part in this night vigil? Yes, I did. What did you do? Whatever he said we should do. If he said pray, we prayed. What, what did you do? I took part in... Did you pray, sing, and so on? Yes. Praise the Lord, do the usual things? Yes. Did you go up for prayer, perhaps? Go up for prayer? Yes. To the front? <coughs> what did you do? I took part in the happenings of the service. All right. At what time did this night vigil end? Time night vigils usually end in early morning. Early morning. By the way, can you actually remember this or are you reconstructing what happened? I just want to be clear. There's nothing about what I experienced <coughs> with this man that I can reconstruct. Right. So you remember this occasion? Yes. This is now the third occasion you went to Durban. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And what happened after the night vigil? went back to the house. How did you get there? By a cab. By a cab. Who went with you? The other girls that were in the house. The other girls? Yeah. Can you remember who they were? There were many other girls. Many other girls. And uh, what happened after you got back to the house? 
The normal procedure got there and greeted him while he was lying back on his couch. Sat with him until he wanted to go up and sleep. I can't place when exactly, whether it was the Friday night after the night vigil or the Saturday. But between those two days, he summoned me from his cell phone to come up. But I thought you were in church on the Friday night. Friday night, meaning Friday morning night vigil. I mean, so it would have been either it would have been on Saturday during the day. Yeah. Or the, or the evening that he summoned you to his room again. Yes. Did he personally summon you, or did someone do it on his behalf? I think you said he called you. Is that right? Yes. Telephonically. Yes. Nobody else was involved. He called you up that to his time, room. No. And, uh, but from then onwards, it would depend on if he was with someone and he wanted to see me after that person, he would send the person to call me. So you went up to his room and then what happened? The same thing happened. He instructed me to take my clothes off that I was wearing. But this time, he told me to put a towel on the bed underneath me. And the same thing happened, but this time he demanded something new. He was like, do something, use your hands, use your mouth. Let's just take it step by step. You came into the room, and what happened then, please? What happened was, I joined this man in bed, naked, as I'm saying, and he demanded something new. You found him in bed? Yes. Sitting in bed under the covers, as before? Yes. Is that your evidence? Yes. You came in, well, you were in the room, did he instruct you to remove your clothes immediately? Yes. Which you did? Yes. And did he tell you to get into bed with him? Yes. And what happened then? What, what, what did he say to you? <coughs> what must you do? He said I must do something. Use my hands to use Just what about the towel, that part? Can you just explain what he said about the towel? He told me I should take a towel from the, one of the washing baskets where his laundry was, like a dirty towel, and put it underneath me. Under the covers, on the bed or where? Yes, beneath my bottom, on the bed. Right. So, which probably you taking caution because last time his semen was probably on the sheets and he didn't want that to happen again. Yes. So I did that. You did that? Yes. And then what did he do? He told me or to what happened? Sorry. He told me to do something. Use my hands, use my mouth. So I gave him oral sex. <coughs> and then when he had had Just a moment, that, just a moment. He asked you to do something different. And you gave him oral sex? He asked me to do something new and said, use your hands, use your mouth. Right. But you, you didn't use your hands, you used your mouth, correct? The last time when he first did this to me, I had used my hands. And what he was saying now was saying, do something new. So following his instructions, something new would not involve my hands, what I used last time. Do you understand? I understand. 
So you say on the previous occasion you used your hands? Yes, as I said. I put my hands on his thighs. Remember? Yes. But you, you didn't touch his, his private parts with, with your hands on no. the previous occasion? No. So he said to you, use your hands, use your mouth, do something different. New. Do something new. How did you understand it? What were you supposed to do with your hands? Well, being a 14-year-old adolescent, you talk about things like that at school. So I, I knew uh, oral sex as a concept from my peers. And since he said I must use my mouth, I did what I thought oral sex was. So the man of God's penis was in my mouth. Right. But what, what were you, I want to know, what were you supposed to do with your hands? Were you supposed to stimulate these, these sexual organs or what? Probably hold it while I was busy giving him oral sex. Right. Need some time? No. Sure. So you gave him oral sex? Yes, I did. <clears throat> then we, when he had had enough of that, he told me to lie back again. And then he proceeded to go in between my legs until he climaxed. <clears throat> so he did not climax when you gave him oral sex, correct? No. I, I wasn't sure what I was doing, so I doubt he would have climaxed in any case. And right after you'd given him oral sex, what do you say happened? He told me to lie back. Yes. And then he continued. He proceeded. You lay on your back? Yes. And then? And then Just he explain did the same what happened to you. did the same thing that he did before. What is the same thing? Putting his penis in, in between my thighs and in between my vagina lips. Did he do exactly the same thing as he did before? Yes. So he put his penis between your thighs, he inserted his penis partially into your vagina, he inserted his penis between your vaginal lips, and he uh, pressed his penis against your clitoris on this occasion as well. Is that yes. correct? Yes. So he basically raped you again? Yes. And he also climaxed and whatever, correct? Yes. And what happened after that? It was the same process. He told me to go and wipe myself off. I went yeah. and wiped myself off. Yeah. Joined him in bed again. This time he didn't fall asleep. He prayed immediately and yeah. then dismissed me. He dismissed you? Yes. Did he pray for you as well on this occasion? It was the exact same prayer every time. Asking God to forgive us. The nerve. Uh, you had done nothing wrong, correct? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So why would he pray for God to forgive you? I have no idea. Didn't you find that strange? Very strange. 
This was on the Saturday, correct? Yes. And uh, was the door locked behind you as before? Yes. Every single time the door would be locked. It was the exact, it was the same procedure every single time. We'll come to that. Let's just talk about the door. On every occasion, the door was locked. Yes. So, there was never any witness present when he sexually abused you. At any stage, the door was always locked, correct? Yes, the door was always locked. And after you left, did you again carry on as normal as though nothing had happened? Yes. Did you go to sleep? Or did you have a jolly time with the other girls in the, in the house before you went to sleep? I just carried on about my way. I can't say it was jolly. Did the girls always have a jolly time there in the house, amongst themselves? Well, the girls tried to, I don't know, make their own fun in the house, so they play clips from the church and sing along, that kind of thing. <coughs> On that occasion, was there any uh, choir practice held? On that Saturday? I can't remember. You can't remember. Were the members of the choir present at the house? The chrysalides? Yes. I can't remember if they were there or not at that time. I can't remember. Who was in charge at the house on that occasion? Who was the lady in charge? Fezeka. Fezeka. Yes. Were you deprived of sleep again and starved? Always. Always? Yes. Were you always deprived of sleep and starved when you went uh, to Durban? Yes, and we other not, places throughout the country? We were not allowed to sleep for, for more than five hours. I see. We would get rebuked. And did you attend church again as usual on the Sunday? Yes. And you pretended that nothing had happened? You carried on as normal, you took part as normal. Outwardly, no one would have seen that anything was different, correct? Exactly. And then what did you do after the service? I went back home. You went back home? Yes. To the safety of your mother's house in Secunda? Yes. Once again, you didn't tell her about what had happened to you? No. In fact, you never told her at any stage about what happened to you? That's correct. Until right at the end? Or have you still not told her? My mother, I've allowed her to be present while I was giving the testimony to the books. So that's how I told her. Was that the first time she heard what had happened to you? From me, yes. From you? Yes. You testified that um, the girls at the house were encouraged to wear short dresses and revealing clothes, is that correct? 
Yes. Were they instructed to do so? When I had come back for the second time. Well, yes. at any stage? Yes. They were? And did they comply? Yes. What did they wear? The girls would wear like tank tops that reveal cleavage, short skirts, short dresses, short shorts, that kind of thing. Tight fitting clothing. And who gave those instructions? Lusanda. Lusanda. Yes. Was that later? Not initially. Later when? Well, later when Lusanda became involved. Yes. So it wasn't like that from the beginning? In the beginning they, they didn't give, they didn't tell us what to wear in the house, no. When I asked my learning friend just to get those clips of the, <laughs> the house up on, on the screen. To the clips of two Royal Palm Avenue, please. <coughs> Bring up the exhibit, thank you. Can you center that? Let's go down to the shots of the first shot of people in the house, please. Go up, thank you. Go, you go one up, is that the first one? Go up, go up, thank you. Sir. Go right, go up. Uh, you going right to the bottom here. Okay, go down. Okay, stop there. Is there a number on that clock? Does that picture have a number? I don't think it does, it does it. I don't know, my lord, how the record's going to read if, we, if the photographs are not that numbered in the album. No, okay, we'll see. If they don't, sir. Well, it's a bit difficult to refer to fighters if they're not numbered. You can make them one, two, up to the last number. And then we'll do the same with our exhibit. Well, it's going to take me a while to do that. Then I don't have an answer. 
groot voor de letterrecord van 2013. Ik ga hier doen in Frans voor de we Small head is like the address. There are about few photos. Maybe if you give a number, there are about two the address. And the two rounds, and then the rounds, number one, two, three, four, five, and then two that. I think that's the very place. So, what's the number of the photos under the cover page, the Royal Palm Avenue? Finally, we're going to number them one, two, etc. From Royal Palm. After Royal Palm, the first page after the Royal Palm Avenue cover page, I'm going to mark that as one. The first photograph, one. Can you just stay with me? <laughs> yes, we'll follow you. You can carry on to, to the same. I'm doing it. Thank you. In my calculations, that's number four and photo number four on the screen at the moment. Ma'am, can you see that photo properly? Yes, I can. What, what can one see there in the photograph? I see Timothy lying leisurely on the couch. Yeah. And some ladies. But you, you can't see the ladies clearly to his right, is that correct? No. So he's, he's off reclining on, on the couch with a pillow behind his back, because it appears to be a pillow, correct? Yes. Right, let's move on to the next one. Photo number five on my calculations. Can you just describe what one can see there? I see Timothy. He's being embraced by two women, and there are other ladies in the room with him. Who are all those ladies in the room? Do you want me to name them? No, just tell them. Are they members of the church, members of the, the choir? Yes. Like those two ladies in the pink? Yes. One was a member of the girl band I was in. And the other is a member of Simply Chrysolite. It looks like uh, everybody's having a jolly time there. Looks like it. Were they? Do, do you know that occasion? Were you there? I know. Is that in the sitting room? In the lounge? Yes, it looks like a lounge. Do you recognize that lounge? You recognize the furniture perhaps? I actually do. So you, you can confirm that that is the lounge? Yes, I can. And that's the house you were taken to, and the house, the lounge that you were in, correct? Yes, I have been in that lounge. You have been in that lounge. What's in that lounge? What was in that lounge? A television. Yes. Coffee table, yes. sofas, and in the other half was his pianos, his keyboards, his pianos. Say again, where was what? In the other half of the port, like behind the half that you cannot see. Yes. His pianos. Was the rehearsing done in that room? 
Yes. Not in that area, in, yes. in the other half. Yes. That you can't see in the photo. Yes. And, and you, when would that have been? Would that have been in the morning, evening, or can't you say? It, it, it really just depended on when he was available and when he wanted to rehearse. So whenever he would go, no matter what time it was, if he was sleeping in the room and you can hear him playing the piano, especially the singers, you'd wake up and go and listen. And if he's composing a song, then you record it and go and rehearse it later. So it would really just depend on him. Right. When more or less would that photo have been taken in what year? Can you say or not? I can't say. I'm not the one who took the photo. <laughs> but it was during the time that you were in the church and going to Durban all the time, correct? I can't say. You can't say? Yeah. <clears throat> and did you also approach Reverend Omotoso in the same way as those girls did, and on your knees and hugging like that? while he was lying on the couch, as depicted in the photograph? Yes, I'd hug him the same way everyone else did. Yeah. Did you think anything of it at the time? Yes, from the first time I saw it, I always thought something of it. What did you think of it? It was inappropriate. Inappropriate? Yes. Wrong? Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Uh, do you agree that all those women are wearing uh, Day clothes, jeans, and so on. Yes. Right. Who knows now, what the weather was like that day that picture was taken. Yes. And uh, doesn't it strike you that none of those girls are, are scantily clad? Not a single one. I can see that. Yes. But then again, Lucinda was in charge when this house was being used. She yes. was not in charge. She was not in charge. No, Fazega was. So obviously, at that stage, there couldn't have been such an instruction, or nobody was complying with the instruction to dress scantily. No, at that point, as far as I know, that instruction had not yet been released. Mm. You agree with you said, me? Sorry, sorry, sorry. You said something about the weather? Yes, I said, I mean, I don't know what kind of weather there was during that day. Maybe it was cold, and everyone was dressed. I see, so there might have been an instruction to dress scantily which they disregarded because the weather was inclement. Is that what you're suggesting? That is possible. That's possible. Did it matter what the weather was? Didn't you always have to dress scantily? Wasn't that the instruction? I mean, if it was cold, yeah. we'd want to keep warm. We wouldn't dress scantily if it was cold out. I think that's just uh, common sense. Right. But that's not outside, that's inside. Yes, it is inside, but yes. outside with the effects inside. Oh, yeah. I see. Yes. Everybody appears to be in a happy mood there. Even the Reverend Omatoso seems pleased with himself there. Oh, he was very pleased. Very, yes. very pleased. <laughs> very pleased that he was being hugged in that fashion. Yeah. You're saying he, that was by design, that he, he lay back like that and allowed the girls to come hug him like that? Yes. You wanted them to hug him like that in an inappropriate way? Yes. He was, uh, he was sexually titillated by that? Yes. That's your, your view? 
I mean, the men would, the men's penis would go erect when he was sitting in the living room, and he would cover it out of his trousers like this. And then everyone would be like, I remember the simply chrysalides were there one time, and everyone had to laugh and, and seem amused at this thing. Like a tower. A tower. I you know what? I'm trying to understand what you're saying. He, he's, while he's lying there on the couch, he got an erection. Is that what you're saying? Yes. This, yes. Was, this was a regular happening. He would get an erection from sitting on the couch and being around us. And then what did you say happened? Surrounding the erection? We would have to behave as though it was like a, wow, you know? We'd be like, look at this, you know? Look. That's what, that's what he was doing. And they know this. They were there. So he was doing this on purpose. He was flaunting himself. Is that what you said? Yes. And Not he expected the, the girls to comment on it. Yes. And say how wonderful it was. Yes. Precisely. I did mention that he's narcissistic. Yes. Yes. But unfortunately, this is the first time you've ever mentioned this. While we're having a discussion, this is the first time I've had to comment on the weather, too. <laughs> so you didn't think it was relevant? So you didn't think it was relevant? I've mentioned it now. That's what matters. All right. But the difficulty is you've only now mentioned it. If you want to discard that, you can. Go ahead. Beg your pardon? What was your last comment? I'm saying if you want to... Disregard that, that's your decision. No, I don't want to disregard it. Okay. I'm going to deal with it. You described how you, all the girls had to go up to him on their knees while he was lying there on the couch and uh, hug him in an inappropriate fashion. Yes. They, as I understand you, you're suggesting that they had to come into contact somehow with, the, with these private parts and that was the plan. No, not say had. I said because of the way he was lying back. It was inevitable. It was more than likely to happen, yes. It was inevitable. Yes. So when you told the court that, why didn't you mention the story of him having an erection in the lounge? I, I, I think it's clear that I, I don't enjoy talking about this man. So that didn't come to mind. <laughs> But that's something you could never forget. What I could never forget was when he assaulted me directly. Yes. Did, did, this, did this happen on a regular basis where you would lie on the couch with an erection for all to see? Yes. Everybody knows about that. Yes. And what were you expected to do about it? To praise him or what? Yes. What would you do? We How would, would you to, do that? We would have to be excited. Excited? Yes. He required this. He required it. Yes. How did you display your excitedness? I just smiled. Smiled? Yes. When you saw it, you smiled? Yes, that's what I was required to do. And the other girls, what were they required to do? The other girls would shout, just make exclamations. They would egg him on. Yes. That's what was required of him. You had to spur him on. He would have clothes shipped from Dubai, from India, and when he would change into these clothes, we'd have to be excited. 
when he walks into church, everyone, if you see how things are when he walks into church, everyone stands up and claps hands. Forget that man. Okay. I'm talking about the erect penis, not about his clothes. Okay. Did, any, did someone give instructions that the girls must be excited when they see this <coughs> voyeuristic display? I mean, loyal followers of this person weren't just going to keep quiet, were they? So they, 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 they displayed this excitement of their own accord, that's what you say. Correct? <laughs> this man yes. wanted us to be happy about everything that he did. So, in alignment with that, the girls showed excitement. Right, and he reveled in this. He enjoyed this attention that he got yes. because of his erect penis. Yes. When was the first time that this happened? I to don't your knowledge, that you saw? I don't recall. Did it happen on the first occasion you went to Durban and stayed at the house? No. But then again, I do not recall. You do not recall? But isn't that something that would stand out in your mind? What, would stand, what stands out in my mind is what he did to me directly. <coughs> yes. yes. But wasn't that also a form of sexual abuse for him to his, his display penis, his penis in that way? His penis were on a couch, not on me at the time. So my apologies if I don't remember the exact date when I saw that. Was that acceptable to you, acceptable behavior to you for a pastor? Or no, yes? it wasn't. It wasn't. But I kept that opinion to myself. Right. Why? Why didn't you report this behavior to anyone? Because, as I understood at the time, he was God's very best friend. So, even if I said anything, no one would listen. I thought about reporting it to the police. The police were his protocols in the church. They would take off their jackets and put them on the floor so he could walk on them. Did you think about reporting it to the police? I did. You did? But you decided against it? Yes. I'm talking about this display of these. Did you think about reporting this? I mean, everyone was there and everyone seemed excited to see it. What was I going to say to someone who's excited to see something like this? Did you discuss this, this with the other girls in the house? No. Not at all? No. Everybody just accepted it and didn't discuss it and remained quiet about it and didn't tell anybody for that matter. In my presence, no. How many times did you see this display? Was it a repeated thing? It was just a regular thing. Every time? Not every time, it was regular. Regular? Yes. Did it continue over the years? Yes. You? Can you just just uh, look at this photo again. What, what exactly is going on? The girls are hugging him, right? On yes. their knees. Is it two girls one can see there? Yes. One is on his, one's face is on the belly and the other between his legs, as we can see. Right. 
Let's move on to the next photo. Please. Where would that be? This is photo number six. What room is that? That's the same. That's the same lounge. And that is that uh, Reverend Omotosa on the couch again? Yes. This is obviously at night because the lights are on. Yes. Looks like everybody might be in their pajamas. Yes. None of them are scantily clad. Correct. True. True. What's happening there? You know. Was this a, the, a usual gathering? I mean, he was always the center of attention, so you can see that here. Everyone's around him. And what's happening? I don't know yeah. what's happening. Everyone looks to be in a jolly mood. Would you agree? It looks like it. Looks like it. Carry on to the next one, please. This is photo number seven. What can one see there? Girls on a bed. On a bed. Is that in one of the bedrooms in the house? I take it? Yes. The mattress is on the floor? Yes. Are any of those girls scantily clad? Well, one's wearing shorts, but the other's wearing a tank top. That must have been before the instruction came that the girls are to dress scantily. Do you agree? Yes. Mm. Get on to the next one. Where is that? We'll see in the house. Yes. Are those girls uh, scantily clad? No, they've covered up. So that must have been before the instruction. Okay. Yes. Do you agree? Looks like they're having a very jolly time there, enjoying themselves in the house, posing for photographs. Yeah, they certainly look like it. Right. Isn't that how it was when you were there? I, as an individual, was not happy within myself yeah. in that house. But outwardly, were you, did you display outwardly, happiness? I acted as if everything was okay. Yeah. You took part in whatever jollification there was. Correct? That's a very broad description, but sure. Sure. Right, carry on next. <coughs> you know where that photograph was taken? Yes, it's taken in front of the gate. In front of? The gate. The gate to the? House. This is photo nine, I'm referring to you Yes. What is everybody doing there? Posing for a picture while waiting for the bus. Right. Are those girls that were staying at the house? Yes. 
But they also all fully clothed, no scantily clothed. Yeah, this is before church. There, before church. Yeah. All right. How did that instruction not apply to church? <coughs> no. When were the girls supposed to be scantily clothed? At the house. Yes. Right. Go down. Thank you. Okay. You you can shut the machine down now. Thank you. Do you have any photographs of these scantily clothed girls at the at the mission house, for example? No. No. Lord, I'm about to move on to the next incident. I think in my submission it's appropriate stage to adjourn. Yes, I think it is. On the 1st of November, I will be listening to argument in respect of another matter in this court. Then the first kind of thing will be in on the 15th and 16th of November 20, the, the same year, we shall I shall be delivered a judgment in an other matter in this court. Then of the 15th and 16th, and then again on the 6th of December, I'll be hearing argument in respect of a matter which comes from the northern areas which involves gangsters. Then the six cards I'm merely mentioning this so that everybody should vote and you should know our planning ahead of hearing this matter until the end of the Your matters was called until tomorrow at half past nine, that is the 16th of October 2018. Accused number one will be in custody as before, and accused number two and three will shall remain on bail in the same conditions.
Kijana ni misema unko Soma na neno kala Pakati Umanga neno Mesikatu Hante Kukwala mikulise Eni kulobeka Hapa sinayi Hapa sinayi Hapa sinayi